Hello, I'm Haley Adams, and on this episode of Live in the Castro, we're interviewing Ace Vincenzo. Ace is a bold American traditional tattooer from Chicago, Illinois. He has been tattooing professionally since 2013, after he finished his apprenticeship at Walker's Point Tattoo in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Ace later worked under his mentor, Sam Belinsky, at Atomic Tattoo until he moved to the Bay Area in 2017. Uh to tattoo alongside Joey Casina at Ocean Avenue Tattoo. Ace is a trans man who has stories about tattooing earlier in his career as a femme-presenting lesbian woman. From local street shops to private studios, Ace tells all about his experiences and how moving to the Bay changed his life forever. Um, Okay, Ace, how you doing? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) How are you doing? Every time I see you, um, you're always like just super nice and like like you listen and like whenever I hear about other people meeting you, they're like the first thing they say, they're always like, Ace, oh yeah, he's so fucking nice, man. Um it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> which is something that really stands out to me. Um, when we've met so many like pretentious or mean tattooers in the world or in the queer scene. Um, but we also talked about how being fucking nice to people was super important to you. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you think so important about it? Well, I mean, I think it's important to live your life with intention and understand that people have layers, people have trauma. We, we all go through this, that kind of shit, you know, like our whole lives and, I just think it's easier to live, to, to coexist with people rather than fight it. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I try to put myself in other people's shoes constantly. So it's like, you know, am I being an asshole? Could I take a second and maybe t- tone it down and see where this person's coming from? You know what I mean? Like I try to, especially getting older, you know, getting, coming out of my twenties now, like I'm realizing more and more that it, you should reflect on things you say before you say them and process everything you know what I mean because of that because people have layers you can't just assume that everybody sucks or assume that everybody has the worst intentions like you know I'm sure everybody has or maybe not everybody but I'm sure a lot of people have good intentions you know what I mean maybe they're not maybe there's just a disconnect between intent and you know what's actually happening you know what I mean or or intent and effect like you don't you may have the best intentions but the way you move forward with something whether you're talking to somebody or doing something physically like maybe you had the best intention and maybe it could also come out in a way that didn't seem that way because people were hurt or etc or you don't know you know what I mean? Or maybe you're having a bad day or et cetera. There's, you know, there's layers, but. Do you think that you like started thinking about this? Um, like maybe like being in the tattoo industry and like sure. noticing like For the sure. one, like just like, I re- oh, I'm so angry. I Why remember the day, actually. I remember <laughs> the day specifically. Uh, I was going, I was at, I was working at Atomic on the North side with Sam Belinsky. Um, and I, you know, as a female, as a, as a woman, I mean, in, as a, as a femme presenting woman in tattooing and constantly being talked down to, um, and constantly having customers come in and say, you know, what, you might talk to them for 30 minutes, an hour. Like, so like where's I'm, the tattoo artist? Yeah, where? Well, well, who's, so who's the tattooer? <laughs> like, thanks for talking to me for 30 minutes, but who am I getting tattooed by? It's like, motherfucker, me. <laughs> Not, what do you think I was talking to you for 30 minutes for? I want to just talk to you, dude, you know? Asking um, you all about your tattoo and like right. where you're going to put it and what colors you're going to use. Like, you're yeah. going to walk back and relay that to some like right. guy with a beard, you know? Like, yeah. And so that being said, you know, it's, it, was my defense mechanism for uh, my tattooing for a lot of my life as well. Like I was an only child. I didn't really have a dad growing up. 
Um, my mom was all, always at work or at school. She, you know what I mean? So I had to take care of myself. I had to fend for myself and putting up that wall and being kind of a bitch was my security blanket. Like, fuck yeah, you. It- you can't touch me. You can't hurt me. You know what I mean? And that was how I was for a while in tattooing, especially working on the North side in Milwaukee. If you're from Milwaukee or you're from the Midwest and you know the North side of Milwaukee, you know, it's like, it's a fucking jungle, dude. Like people are hyphy. Like people are fucking on drugs. They're coming into the shop, like hella fucked up. And we are, we are the latest shop that was open, um, in Milwaukee. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so we would get it all. You know what I mean? It's that and, super street shop life. Yeah, super like, street. You do have to be like a little bit like, no, you can't. Yeah, you gotta that. be a little like, tough. No, or like, yeah. we have to like work on this. Yeah. Yeah, you like, gotta no, be a little bit of an asshole. You have to pay me this yeah. amount of money. Yeah. Totally. Like, you know, you had to protect yourself. We had, you know, we had fucking weapons on deck. Like, we were ready for some shit to pop off. Shit did pop off, like, pretty much every day. Just like, maybe not super crazy. You know what I mean? Maybe not in to a point point where you gotta fight somebody but we're definitely kicking people out you know what i mean like we're definitely like checking people daily arguing with people over fucking piercings like you know what i mean like it was wild so everybody can relate right now everybody's like tuning in going yeah totally yeah. there's always the parents right it's always the fucking parents they're the but, worst <laughs> dude they're the worst um yeah and especially in piercing shops that have piercings you know it's always like people are fucking rude because you're not getting you know, your customers are different at a piercing and tattoo shop because your customers that are getting pierced, like maybe they've never got a tattoo in their life. Maybe they like never 14, even stepped foot. Even. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when they can be 14. Shit, if you're in the Midwest, I think you're allowed to yeah, be 16 and get pierced with a parent. But yeah, it's like, it's, uh, you definitely have to be a little bit more stern, a little bit more like, look, you know, we're not fucking around here. And so at that time especially in my career like working at that shop I just I got hot quick like I was like dude (laughs) nah I'm not gonna deal with this you know what I mean like um I mean within reason but there were times for sure where I, I just I didn't have to use all that energy I didn't have to like snap like that you know what I mean I could have but that I learned that with age and I learned that I remember the first time Sam told me, took me aside one day. I I don't remember what it was exactly. I know it was a customer. I probably hella yelled at them or I probably, I mean, I definitely snapped back at them and was like, look, fuck you. I'm not fucking tattooing you. It's like hard not to. And some people learn not to, like they haven't learned to say no. And I think that. that method of just being like, oh no, fuck that is like a lot healthier when you're younger and tattooing and you're like in these shops and stuff. Then, uh, yeah, like, then if you can't say no, like a lot of people I run into, like they have, they just can't say no. They have a lot of problem with that. And right. I'd rather be the person who's like really short with it. For sure. Yeah. yeah get to the point. Like, and that, that was what happy. we, that's another part of street shops. You know, you're like, what do you, what do you want? Like, are you actually going to get tattooed? Or are you wasting my time? Like a lot of people, they just walk in. You never know. You know what I mean? Like, but anyways, I, you know, Sam told me, he took me aside one day after I popped off on this customer and took me aside and he was like, look, Ace, like, you know, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> and I was shocked. I was like, like, what? What do you mean I'm an asshole? Like, I thought I was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought I was hella nice, you know, but he was like, look, dude, like, I understand that, like, you know, we, we argue a lot with people. I understand like people come in here and they look for a fight. And I don't know why they come to the tattoo shop on the north side looking for a fight with all these felons that we work with. Like, but they do. They decide to come in here and start shit with the people who work here. And you got to know like when to pick your battles. Like you got to know where to channel that energy. He's like, you're wasting energy, dude. Like you're just like, you know, you, maybe you pop off on somebody and you're a total dick and then somebody comes in afterwards and is totally psyched about getting a tattoo and, you know, hella wants to, like, look at Flash or something cool, whatever. I mean, even if they don't want to get, like, what, a cool tattoo, what you think is a cool tattoo, like, regardless, this next person that walks in, they could be, they could be super nice, dude. They could be wanting to get a tattoo from you, but now you're in a shit mood 
and you're not going to come off across as like a cool guy to work with or like somebody that's willing to like work with you you know what I mean you still have that kind of attitude so and you just wasted your your energy on some prick who left you know what I mean for what like you just blew all your smoke for the day that's it <laughs> like how are you supposed to you know what I mean so that's Sam, fair like, like that anger and that heat and not like considering the situation like really yeah. does suck all the energy out of you because totally. you're like still ready and like oh power mode got you oh, yeah. fuck you get out <laughs> yeah yeah and that was coming from Sam like Sam's been tattooing for over 20 years Sam 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 owns that shop like Sam's seen Sam's seen it all he's seen a lot of shit like he's a hard fucking dude like you don't fuck with him for sure so I'm like coming from my boss who's like the toughest dude like he's telling me to calm down like oh fuck I'm really an asshole you know (laughs) that was like that was a huge break breaking point for me I was like oh fuck like I gotta change you know what I mean like Cause that shit's not cool. Like, I don't you think that's when you started working on it or sure. did that like resin and you had to like, think about it later and be like, you know, no, that was, uh, I mean, that was the definitely, <laughs> yeah, that was the moment. I remember <laughs> being upset, like for like a week, like just upset for a week, like feeling sorry for myself. Like, damn, like, how am I going to change this? Like for a few days, it was like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, uh, what am I gonna do like why am I such an asshole and then after like <laughs> and then after like going through my emotional shit I was like all right look you gotta fucking you gotta just do better like work at it every day like try to calm down take a deep breath like do things to avoid any kind of like conflict like that that's not worth it you know like you don't have to fucking fight a customer you know what I mean who like comes in looking for a fight like if they got something to say and you don't got nothing to say, the conversation's done. The energy stops there. You don't, you're not engaging in it. Like, okay, sure, ma'am. You want to be crazy? You want to like fucking break our whole glass window in the front? Like, I'm a chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to just like sit back, see if I can get your contact info. So you can pay for this shit, but I'm not going to slip yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it's not like, you're not going to win that battle anyways. No. What's done is done. If, People are going to act If someone comes in act. so heated, like, and so, like, ready to pick a fight, it's like, there's no winning. You're just, like, fucking... No. Exactly. Like, you're going to lose either way. And they're, they're definitely going to win. It's not, I mean, it's not about winning and losing, but they're definitely going to win. the energy suck, right? Right. Like the, exactly. They, they're sucking that energy from you. They got it. Like, they came in looking for a fight. fight, you gave it to them. You know what I mean? And now it's a problem, like... If they come in looking for a fight and you're like, okay, like I remember a few situations after that where I had, I had been practicing, like just calming down and whatever. And it fucking worked. People were coming in and trying to pick fights with me. And I was like, look, the piercer's not here today. I can't, I can't help you out. Well, why can't, can't you just fucking take me to the back and just pierce it? Just do it. I'm like, no, that's just not how it works. I'm sorry. Like, and then they're fucking flipping out, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay. Have a nice day. You know what I mean? And then they walk out. It's done. There's no, you don't, sorry, you don't, I don't need wanna, to do that. You don't want to hit an artery or like paralyze your face or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm good. Like, I, you know what I mean? Unless you're coming after my family or my friends and you're like coming at us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it, every can, everything can be resolved. Unless it's already fist to, hand, to face, like you can resolve it. Pretty sure. No. I had somebody come in and try to rob the tattoo shop with a a knife, oh, shit, but it yeah. was like it was a nice knife, um, and I got out of it. <laughs> by, like, I got hey, out of it because nice exactly, dude. I got out of it by it was this chick, and she's like, "I just got out of prison, like you know, I need the money." I'm like, "Well, it's early in the day, man. Like we don't have money here." And I was like, "Man, that's a really nice knife," but she was like a little like speeded out and stuff, and she was like oh yeah, I got this knife at wherever the fuck. <laughs> and it was like, wait a minute, give me your money. And I was like, it's so shiny. Like, and there's like this rainbow stuff. I'm like, wow, how do you think they do that? And just like right. stalled until like the guys like came back from the store. Cause there was like two fucking biker dudes, like just like up the street. And I was like, I just have to not die for about five minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was all about like, oh wow, cool. That's a really cool knife. Yeah. yeah, totally. yeah. With some sweetness. But you when in cool. like yeah, I love your I really hair. Like your hair, man. Yeah, it's great hair, by the way. 
Can I offer you a cup of water while you're trying to rob me? You're good. Would you like some hot tea? For real. Um, I asked the like shop owner to put a panic button in because somebody tried to rob a site gunpoint. And they were like, oh, no, we'll just get a shotgun. Or like, you can bring your gun in. And I was like, right. I'm not going to have a shootout. Like, that's yeah. not my plan. <laughs> right. Like, uh, no, like what are we gonna, we're going to hide behind the counter and be like, <laughs> like, right. that's not the best idea. It's not. No. Yeah, that was what was cool about Atomic. All of our weapons and all of our guns were hidden where you couldn't see them. And we had a counter between us. You know what I mean? Like, it was a pretty big shop, but we also had like. You know, worst case, <laughs> my Libra ass is like thinking like, what if, well, can we hide behind, you know what I mean? I'm like, well, what if this happened? Just thinking <laughs> scenarios always like constantly running through that shit in my head. And I'm like, like if somebody were to come in here, yeah, it. exactly. I'm like, boom, yeah. I hide behind there. There's a post yeah. here. There's a back room. Like, we're good. You know what I mean? They so, both have guns. It's just like shoot out. Yeah, just shoot. It's Wild West then. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Might as well at that point. What, what else are you going to do? You gotta shoot back. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Um, so how was your apprenticeship and what do you think about apprenticeships? Um like I thought that's actually a pretty big question. What do you think about apprenticeships? What do you think about apprenticeships no. in general? What was your apprenticeship like? Um, well, my apprenticeship was mostly at Walker's Point. Um that was where I had got my apprenticeship and I had almost finished it. And um, I honestly had left early in my apprenticeship um, <clears throat> because of some sexual assault shit, honestly. I had a coworker that was super fucking weird, very old, old school tattooer, um, you know, the kind of dude that's like fucking comes in for his noon appointment, takes fucking telemurdu shots and like Mountain Dew, and he's like fucking doing coke in the bathroom. But everybody's like, "Well, he's been tattooing for fucking twenty years, so let him." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of dude, and uh, he was g- grabby with me, and he made a lot of inappropriate comments. But the second that he grabbed my ass, I was like, "This is not cool." I was obviously a well, I guess it's not, I shouldn't say obvious because whatever, but that's not true. Um, but at the time I was a femme, I was a, I was a woman. Mm-hmm. So I was not like, I didn't come out as trans yet. And yeah, so I was a gay woman, like, uh, which doesn't ever stop men. But uh, yeah, he fucking grabbed my ass. It was hella fucking weird. He would say shit all the time. I mean, like, I remember when I got my chest tattooed. And everybody's being cool about it. No one's being fucking weird. And of course, Pete from across the shop is like, show us your tits. And I'm like, all right, like, not funny, dude. Like, honestly, get some new material, dude. Horrible. Like, I don't feel comfortable, but you don't give a fuck, clearly. Because you're on, like, coke and you've had six fucking shots by now. It's just like, you know. So eventually, um, I bounced because I was like, I'm not dealing with this. And I had told... Uh, my boss at the time, I'm like, look, this is what happened with Pete. I don't expect you to believe me. I don't expect you to favor me over him, but I'm going to tell you now, like, it's me or him. So I'm just going to bounce because I'm not, I know, you know what I mean? Like, he, he taught you how to tattoo. So you kind of have that, this weird obligation to him. And I know you're not going to do the right thing. So he, <laughs> I'm he just going to leave. taught you how to tattoo? Oh, no, no, no. Pete had taught my boss, boss how to tattoo at the yeah. time. Yeah. So, um, and he was like, for sure. And I left and I went to this other shop that was like owned by this dude. And, um, it was whatever until I, until I was at Atomic basically. So, um, yeah. And that was, uh, it was fine. My apprenticeship at Walker's Point. I mean, besides all the weird (laughs) dude stuff, (laughs) it was cool. Like. I learned a lot about machines. Um, I had to do a lot of uh, kind of like um, shitty work, but not too shitty. Like not like, oh, go fucking pick up my kids from school kind of shitty. Um, But yeah, just like 
regular ass apprentice shit. I just wash. I, I made. Do the yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. No car washing. Um, <laughs> that was another story. That story <laughs> of uh, sexual harassment in the apprenticeships um, mm. is like shared by like a lot of like um, like women in tattooing, right? Mm. Um, and I almost think it is kind of a way for them to like kind of gatekeep or like scare off like um like women whenever they're trying to learn and stuff like for sure I, I can think of like three homies who have like this a similar experience and then that's how my apprenticeship ended like the guy teaching me like pulled out his stick and was like you owe me you know Come on, dude. um and then i was like oh my first thought was like oh man i don't have a mentor anymore this sucks like i liked having a mentor you know like why'd you have to ruin it um, a lot of people that have had that experience yeah like a lot what, a lot <laughs> but not just women right it's like um queer people and like the racism in tattooing oh, too. like sure, the yeah. gatekeeping in general yeah hell of fucking racism in tattooing because it most shops and most of this whole industry like is run by cis white people or cis white men primarily like mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, with white supremacy being the, being what this country was built on, that's also, you know, how many, how many, how much fucking old flash do you know where there's like fucking Nazi symbols everywhere and all this like super shitty shit, like, ew, gross, but I love taking flash, like from the same book of flash that's got that Nazi flash and fucking taking something from those motherfuckers and putting it on queer people you know what yeah. i mean like and reinventing it and being like cool i hope you're like taking your out all the nazi shit like, <laughs> exactly right yeah. like like we'll yeah. just avoid that Ha-ha, exactly we'll just ignore that but we're gonna take this color. rose yeah <laughs> and put queer on it <laughs> you know yeah yeah um, okay. yeah i mean there's there's a lot of there's a lot of that in the tattoo community unfortunately there's a lot of gatekeeping ass shit um that I don't agree with <laughs> that I it's funny that we're talking about it because I don't think that I don't think that people talk about it enough I think it's just starting to be talked about finally that like why you know why is why are things this way you know what I mean like who you know it's like I was telling my friend the other day I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, here we go. We're talking about, (laughs) we're talking about gatekeeping and all the shit about, you know, tattooing and, you know, I'm like, who, you know, who, the, the, the people that are saying like, oh, you know, like, well, you know, in order to do this, you got to do this to get into tattooing. You have to fucking have an apprenticeship for this long. You have to do this, this kind of way. Like, I mean, honestly, I, I can I can relate. I had that same feeling for a long time. I think it's I think the problem with it though is that like that one black and white way of thinking is built like everything else in trauma. Like everybody keeps fucking going through this cycle, like, oh you gotta fucking you have to do this because I had to do that shit and fuck mm-hmm. you for getting it easier than I got it. You know what I mean? Like I remember one of the dudes at the tattoo shop that I worked at, like, or that I apprenticed at, like, telling me, like, oh, dude, like, you're so lucky, like, you don't have to fucking do this and that, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you know why? Because I'm a fucking good apprentice. Because I'm here at fucking 11 o'clock, and the shop is cleaned, and it's mopped, and all the fucking phones are answered, and everything is organized, and even when I'm not doing that, I'm doing tubes, or I'm doing this, like, and when I leave for vacation, you guys are lost without me. And that's why. I don't get treated like shit because I'm not cocky because I'm not fucking, you know what I mean? Like, cause I do shit. Yeah. But then you get treated it. like shit anyways too, right? right. Yeah, like totally. what an apprenticeship like feels like it should be is like, I mean, how I'm trying to approach it with people who I've apprenticed in the past and stuff is like, like, yes, do your chores, but I have no reason to throw anything at you or yell I'm at you. Or, yeah. yeah. And like, no, like there's no reason for hazing. And like, yes, mm. I'm going to be mad if you, 
cross-contaminate while you're tattooing your grapefruit but you know like right exactly i'm not gonna like fucking torture you and go i I don't know i had to do this weird thing where i had to like fill up a bucket of rocks i don't it was like just pointless mindless shit to make you like never ask questions why just do it you know (laughs) (laughs) i know that's like how yeah it's 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 crazy too like i remember being an apprentice and thinking like it's just because I'm so, you know what I mean? Like, like you want to take your anger out? Yeah, because you can't. I'm going to make your fucking life hard, too. Yeah. Right, because you can't bitch about it because, like, you're like, I got to keep my mouth shut and just work harder and show these fucking fools that, I, that I'm that i worth it, that I want this as bad as I do, you know? And I, I do agree with that part of tattooing. Like, I do agree with, like, that a lot of people, you know, like, if you think about, like, what's cool you know what i mean like you think like a lot of people think like tattoos are cool a lot of people think like being a tattoo artist is cool sorry good nothing broke um (laughs) a lot of people think like being a tattoo artist is cool right so um when i was first apprenticing you know my friends kind of explained it to me like dude everybody wants to be a tattoo artist like everybody wants to make money making art and, like, on people, like, that's even sicker. You know what I mean? So, like, that's why it's so hard to be a tattooer. Because, like, you gotta make it hard. Because otherwise, like, everybody would be a tattoo artist. But... If you judge them based on, like, the art that they put into it, like, um, right, I think exactly. like, Jorge has, like, all these, like, giant sketchbooks filled and filled and, like, constantly drawing, constantly drawing. And, like, you fucking want this. Like, yeah, you're totally. it, you know? Yeah. Like, if you just judge it based on that, but then people would give people a benefit to, like, barely, like, care about the drawing, or do just yeah. want, like, just coolness. It's like, well, then stop doing that. Like, just find right. your dedicated people. You don't have to, like, fucking kick their ass, but right. see if they're dedicated. You can literally just look at their portfolios. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, you don't, you don't, sorry, I was having a bad day. Um. <laughs> Uh, what were we talking about? Fucking. Oh, you know, apprenticeships. Oh, yeah, that kind of apprenticeship. Um, I, I think it's important to, to actually want to tattoo if you're going to tattoo. Yes. Why? Because, um, there are a lot of us already. Um, and I do think that a lot of people think it's cool. Like, I think a a lot of people think think of it as like, yeah, think of, people think of it as like, an aesthetic thing like tattooing right like they're like oh this fucking looks cool like it looks so cool you know what i mean <laughs> but like nobody actually wants to fucking do it or nobody wants to like be anybody's bitch boy and like go to the fucking grocery store for them and like shine everybody's shoes and fucking clean all the tubes and get everybody lunch like you know what i mean and that's kind of how you weed people out right to see if that's they really not want even it. asian that's just like no that's a you gotta shit. that's like yeah. you gotta know the shop and how it works from totally. square one you know yeah, absolutely, and I think it's important, like, I do, I think it's important to see, like, if you, how bad you want it, and I do agree that, like, if you give anybody an apprenticeship, or, or you just, like, let anybody tattoo, then, like, maybe they don't really want it that bad, but at the same time that I feel that, I also feel, classes do well, but I also feel, like, you, who are you to say that people shouldn't tattoo? Like, who are you to say that anybody shouldn't tattoo? Tattooing fucking, like everything else, fucking tattooing is colonizing. Yeah. It's fucking colonizing. White people, we're not the first fucking people to tattoo. Absolutely not. Like, indigenous people, brown people. Yeah. Black people. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. So it's like, oh, well, fucking Sailor Jerry says, like, (laughs) this way. Fuck Sailor Jerry. He was fucking. Guarantee he was homophobic and racist. Like, come on, dude. You know what I mean? Like, we can appreciate tattoo history and also at the same time acknowledge that, like, maybe that's not, like, the only way. You know what I mean? Like, I, I speaking of, like, people hating on, like, people I've heard recently from friends of mine, like, some backlash over my uh me and my homies collective our private studio 
um, because a lot of my homies that work there haven't been tattooing for that long, or like my homie Maggie, like she taught herself, she's still learning. So whatever. So right. So I've heard. Yeah. I've heard so. from little birds everywhere that which from like heavy hitters, let's say in the game, there's some people, some people that really support us. Seven Sun, fucking Toxie. Like, you know, I got a good list of people that are like, hell yeah, do what you want. You know what I mean? Other and then sick shop. I think so. I love I I thought it was great. And you like built something that you're like, this is where I'm fucking comfortable. This is what we're Yeah, and you know, my friend Aurora, she worked really fucking hard to create a space like for for us, like for queer people, for trans people, for people of color, for indigenous people, like for women, you know what I mean? For like, she wanted, she didn't have that space. Like, she's never had that kind of space. Now, I don't care how fucking short of a time she's been tattooing. She's been tattooing long enough to know that she's been working with a bunch of fucking white people and that they don't know a lot. You know what I mean? And that it's taxing. It's like, it's, it's, it sucks the energy out of you. Yeah, to have to like make a space for that. Like, why not just make our own space? You know what I mean? Like, Collectively, especially with the world right now, like we don't know what walking is gonna be like eventually. Like hopefully that still happens. That's a big part of tattooing, but you know, we, we had to survive, we had to find a way to survive. Like I remember when Aurora hit me up and was like, Look, I love you, I respect you, like I would love to open a studio with you, you know, would you be down for that? Like just me and you just get some you know, just for just to have our space that we could tattoo, you know, privately and I was like yeah, I would do that. Like, I'm like, I don't even know really a lot of tattooers, even friends included, who I would work with in a small space that we just us two. You know what I mean? But Aurora is such a fucking sweetheart. She's so good and she's so humble. Like, she's so new to tattooing. She's not included. You know what I mean? But yeah. She, like, <laughs> That's definitely a real thing. Hell yeah. Where you're like, you're like, why are we so stressed? Like, I thought Dude. we were having fun. Like, <laughs> I know. Like, oh my God, I work with so many fucking. Older, I've worked in a lot of shops. I work with so many older tattooers that come in and fucking I was mad. And like, especially when I was like, what, two years into tattooing, like three years, like I meet these dudes and I'm just like, what's your problem, dude? Like, is that the same people who are hating on this tattoo collective? No, no, these are people it's like, like this nonsense that I work with. But uh, no, like you know, there were tattooers that I know that I'm like, dude, what? Why are you mad? You're you're drawing. You're like making money off your art. We're all here to chill. Like, like leave that bullshit at home. <laughs> yeah, just like cut it out with that crappy bullshit, dude. Like, if you don't want that too, there's a door. You could just leave. Like, it's not that crazy, you know. But yeah, I mean, I, so anyways, Aurora is not like that. It's it's nice to be in a space that I have a lot of people around me that have good energy. Like, we all just want each other to, to thrive. We all just want each other to help each other. You know what I mean? Like, we share supplies. We pay rent together. We fucking clean up the space together. Nobody trips if, like, somebody leaves their garbage and we have to pay cash to take it out. We're just like, I love you. Of course I'll do that for you. It's like a, way more of a family than I've ever had, you know? Like, um, and that's not to talk shit about my other tattoo shops. I'm just saying I'm really happy right now where I'm at, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what's so that. Your, what's your tattoo collective's name? Uh, it's called it's called Tres Leches Tattoo Studio. It's a private studio that's in Oakland. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a collective. We all nobody's anybody's boss. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Nobody that's talks off anybody. Yeah, nobody's taking a percentage from anybody. It's just we just do it ourselves. That's how we roll. Like appointment only, whatever you know, just chill. And some people like. So this is the, he does all the paperwork and stuff like for the licensing and everything. So you guys just like divvy it up. Yeah. 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 We just divvy that up and do that individually. Pretty much. We like, we talk about a lot of stuff. Like we have a group chat, we talk about it. Everybody's like, cool. How do you feel about this? I feel cool. How do you feel? Like it's very open. It's very honest. It's very like transparent. Everybody knows what's going on. That's you know what I mean. It's it's pretty chill. So, but yeah, it's like so obviously 
I get upset when I hear that some people are hating on us because I'm like, my, why? I mean, fuck them. Like they like. Well, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But it's like really corny to hate on that, right? It's I like, mean, I'm like, what are you so mad about, bro? Like, like you're not getting any less money. You know what I mean? You're not getting any less money. We're happy. Like a queer like tattoo shop. Well, so I heard that it's not because of no, it's not because of queer queer pride. It's because it is people don't think that uh, Aurora was she didn't open it by herself and she didn't open it to profit off anybody and she didn't like it's and it's not technically a shop or a studio like it's a private studio it's a collective you know um, but the the drama that I hear is like, oh, somebody's talking shit saying, like, Aurora shouldn't have opened back up because she's, like, too young to get, because she's, like, two years into tattooing. And I'm a like, so what? Too. Like, people who are, like, way, I mean, like, she's a pretty good tattooer, you know? She's pretty like, fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> she's pretty <laughs> fucking good for but being, and that's why I'm like, you jealous? Shit about it, so, like, why, anyways. Um, can we talk about whenever you first moved to San Francisco and you started, like, like figuring out that you were trans and everything? Um, we, yeah. we have, like, five minutes and then we have, like, six questions. But. Um, so the question was, when did I move to San Francisco and when did I start transitioning? Yeah. And then, um, anyway. I just remember this story that you told me um, about, like, the first time you saw a trans person and, like, being that was, oh, like, oh, like, kind of, like, clicking for you and everything. I thought that was really interesting that you yeah, well, sharing with everyone. Well, it's, it's in the Midwest, uh, where I'm from, it is... Like, Chicago's more liberal than Wisconsin. I've lived in both places. Um, I'm from Chicago. But, and Wisconsin's, like, it's weird. Like, Chicago's, like, people are less nice but more liberal. And in Wisconsin, it's, like, people are nicer, but then they're, like, secretly a fucking racist when you go there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's I think we're weird. I call it, like, Southern hospitality. They're, like, oh, welcome. Exactly. Yeah, and then they're, like, we're going to hell. Especially with trans people, like I, I was telling you earlier, like the only, the only trans people I knew when I was a kid growing up was like the fucking people on Maury that I was watching where they're like, oh, like a man is actually a woman in the cast, like, and then it's like, you know, fast forward and they're like, hey, like, they're like, oh, baby, like, I gotta tell you, like, I'm, I was born a woman, like, I'm, I'm actually like not a man. And everyone's like, ooh, fuck that, that's fucked up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I knew as trans. So, not really a good, not really a welcoming, like, hey, come, you can be trans. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, like, very frowned upon, very not cool. Luckily, my mom was um, intelligent and had, um, my mom's never been um, homophobic or any of that, like, just um 
he just like was very accepting of me my whole life. Uh, and when I came out as gay, like she was like, yeah, why not? Like I, I remember having friends that were like getting kicked out. We were 14. Like I was, or I was 12 when I came out to my mom. Like kind of, I feel like I was bisexual. Like, mm-hmm. Kind of like ease into this, you know? Yeah, I think I'm bi. And she was like, okay, like whatever. And uh, yeah, I did. I just it was crazy because I thought it would be way bigger of a deal, and I was like crying thinking about it. And then she was like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it at all. Like I was like, oh, okay, sick as fuck. So my mom was always pretty tight about all that. Um, but yeah, at the same time, I never had really any trans kind of, uh, you know, like examples. For me as a child, so when except for I had I had my best friends trans, um, and I like watched them kind of transition. They did it very slowly. Were you so younger? Like I was, yeah, no, I was, um, no, I, this was later in my twenties. I was like, I was nineteen when we met when we first became best friends, and uh, that's I, like a representation. Of yeah, that was all I had, and you know, and I didn't didn't compute quite to me and it, I mean and I probably just because I was scared probably just because I didn't think it was that easy I watched Holly go through it my best friend and I was like this fucking sucks like I felt so protective over them and like I understood it you know what I mean but I don't I didn't quite understand it fully because I didn't even realize that like why I was like, so unhappy for so long you know and uh yeah as soon as I came to the bay and I was around like fucking queer people and trans people and gay people and fucking drag queens and fuck you like everywhere fucking rainbows everywhere just like and people being so fucking nice and just like just so openly themselves like I never ever lived in a place like that and I was an age gay hub of course like I was fucking I think what I was like 20, 23 when I moved here and uh I mean that's yeah. a wild Especially like I moved when I was eleven years old, and I think that's just yeah. So you already know. Like, and there's so much to learn about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah, I was like so like, not politically correct. I was like so like I had no fucking idea. Like I was getting called left and right. Like, bro, you gonna move then? Like, you got like your own self hatred stuff. Like, yeah, and that like, I like, mean something gay or like whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, like, totally. Oh, like, wait, I'm uh, like degrading myself or like exactly. I'm hating myself or, or it's fun. when so when Tali and I my best friend when we were uh <clears throat> we both identified as lesbians like we I remember like we talked about this like um we talked about this like maybe a year ago we laughed about it we were like hey remember that time that we were fucking drunk we were like about to go to this party and we were like just talking shit about somebody that we knew that like transitioned super fucked up not at all like doesn't <laughs> at all paint me in a good light, but we just, I'm just being honest, like, we had this conversation, we were making fun of it, because obviously we were projecting, obviously we were both trans, <laughs> and obviously we had a lot of Self-hate. trauma, and yeah, you know, built in with that, like, you know, like the Mari stuff I was talking about earlier, it wasn't okay, like, in our community to be trans, like, openly, you know what I mean, it's like, I didn't have any good example. I didn't have any example of people respecting anybody that was trans. I didn't have any example of people being happy and trans. I only saw trauma and hurt, and I was like, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't know what it is. I just know, like, that I don't want that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool being a lesbian. I'll just keep wearing makeup, even though it's torturous. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my mom doesn't want me to be a fucking butch. You know? Like, oh, God. Thank God you're not one of those lesbians. I'm like, yeah. oh. Okay. When the boots, I just can't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and like, and so that that's another thing. Like, so when I came to Bay, I was around so many more queer people. Like, that was the those were the first people I connected with, other than like our city of Oak Mountain. You know, but obviously I'm was gravitating more towards the queer aspect because I'm like I want to be around my people. You know what I mean? Like, it feels validating. It feels good. It feels safe. And you don't have to, like, put in all the time to, like, keep the people around you. It's like, oh, the people around you already know. So, like, like, let's just... Right. So, it was like, okay, I can explore who I am now, finally. Like, people are validating me. 
people were validating me for not wearing makeup. People were validating me every time I cut my hair shorter. They're like, wow, you just look so good. I'm like, for real? Okay, that's crazy. Because I thought I was ugly as fuck, but that's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I was becoming more comfortable. Like, I was becoming like, okay, more myself, you know? Um, and yeah, that was the first time I ever saw a fucking trans guy with like a, a happy trans guy with friends, with hot girlfriend, like everybody fucking you know, like, just in love with this dude, like, so cool, and so nice, like, and so clearly, like, genuinely happy, like, I saw that, and I was like, wait, that, I could do that, like, he did that, I could do that, like, and then I remember talking, yeah, and I remember talking to my friends about hormones, and, um, you know, HRT, and all this stuff, and I'm, and they're like, yeah, dude, it's not that crazy, you know what I mean, like, you can pay for it, it's not that insane, wow, actually, and I started researching it more, and then, like, yeah, just one day, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I don't want to be, I don't want my pronouns to be she anymore, like, that doesn't feel good at all, you know, um, yeah, and that's, it was, it all started with here, I mean, it, it would have never happened if I wasn't in the West Coast, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe like 20 years, you know, everything feels like 20 years, now. Yeah, you're like slowly that's that's a lot of, like, oh, that's why, I, you know, that's why I feel this way. This, you know, yeah, totally. It's crazy. Like, you. It's crazy once you start your transition too. As like, as at least for me, I don't know about other trans guys out there or trans people that identify as masculine or like as male, like, or men. Like, I, I don't know if it's the same, but for me, it definitely. I'm happy that I started my transition when I did because I had a lot to still unlearn. As I was learning who I was, I had to undo all the shit that I that I thought was true. You know what I mean? That I thought was like just how life was. Like I, I didn't really start like you know I stopped being an asshole maybe when I was 22 or whenever Sam and I had that talk. Like, but I didn't really start evolving until I transitioned. Until I was like. It still doesn't quite feel right. You know what I mean? Like, I still don't like wake up and want to like fucking kiss the sky. Like something's wrong. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm thankful that I came out when I did. I'm thankful that my mom was so supportive. I'm thankful that I had a support system around me. Like, that's the main thing that I would say. Like, if people are scared to come out as trans, or people are scared of like, you know, just you know, you 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 have people. You just won't know unless you are yourself, unless you show them who you are. But you've got more people on your side than you think. You know, I had aunts and my fucking Nona was like, you know, she's like, cool, like, you're just, you're my grandson now. And I'm like, I almost cried. I'm like, that's, I don't know how the fuck you got that so quick. You know what I mean? Like, and people don't have that, you know? So it's like, you got to hold your people close, like, when you come out as trans, know, know who your people are, and keep them close to you, because that shit is, that shit will take you all the way to figure out who you are, and when you got your people on your side, like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, you know, like, whatever is going to make you happy, you have people around you that want to see you thrive, and, like, that's how you should live your life every day, you shouldn't keep people in your life that don't understand you, like, Maybe they'll come around, but, like, don't let it, don't hold that on, you know, don't hold that energy with you. Like, let it go, because it's not worth it. Like, being happy and being yourself, like, those should be the two most, like, the top priorities in life, along with fucking being nice to people. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you want to take some questions? Yeah, I'm down to take some questions. <clears throat> I'm like,
unfortunately, probably not. I mean, <laughs> well, like I said, which I'm sure you were, because it's the same fucking booth, really, like, it's the dude that, like, you're like, wow, how, how long? How long have you hated tattooing? Why are you still doing it? Why are you subjecting people to this anger? Like, I, I always feel, too, like, like, when, like, I got tattooed by that fucking creep that grabbed my ass, and I can't help but feel like his energy is, like, fucking branded with it. forever, I have you know? got the fucking tattoo from the guy who found me, too. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. It's, and it's, it's like, you... sucks to have that, like, hate live in your tattoo, and so when you come at people and say something, right. like, I mean, yeah, and it's like, like, like don't be cool. No, like, nobody wants that, that, dude. Nobody wants to deal with that, dude. Like, I don't know, man. For, for me, it's way, 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 way easier to use my energy wisely, you know, stay, staying calm, like, and I'm 28, so I hope I just get calmer, you know what I mean, like, I, I don't know, I guess maybe my secret is weed, because <laughs> I'm very calm all the time, it takes a lot to get me heated, well, maybe not a lot, I'm still Sicilian, but I definitely... I, I feel like I know, I mean, I feel like I know in general more or less, like, how and when, when to use my energy and, you know, making sure I put it in the right places. I'm still learning, but, yeah. And if you, like, go and say to people and you're nice to people and they make a big step to walk into your tattoo shop, you can give them, like, a tattoo that they actually care about more times because they're like, oh, wow, that person's getting cute. And you're like, shit. That was yeah. Cool. Wow, I actually feel good in that <laughs> shop. really good about this shop. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a lot of people, a lot of things people don't talk about or tattooers don't, like, admit, really, is that, like, it's fucking intimidating walking into a shop. Like, yeah. especially as a young kid with no tattoos. Like, I don't want to fucking be sitting in front of all these big-ass dudes with tattoos, like, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, it's just intimidating. People with tattoos, like, can be intimidating to other people. You know what I mean? Like, we all know it. We all gotten looked at for trying to steal shit or whatever. Rap. Yeah, exactly. Um, got a bad rap with a couple from bad apples. Older, no, from the older guys, they're like, they're fucking ignorant and shit. Like, that, that gives us a bad rap, right? So then they're scared yeah. to walk into our shop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, it is way different now. I mean, I've definitely had, um, you know, there's been tattooers in the past that have, like, you know, male, cis male tattooers that have hit on me or treated me what one way, and now it's like, fucking sick tab, bro. It's like, way fucking different, you know what I mean? Like, and, uh. Yeah, it's definitely changed. I mean, just, like, it's like, like one day. Right. Or like one day, like, I, you know, like I said, like one day I woke up. But like, I mean, when I transitioned, it's like one day I woke up and all of a sudden, like, what I have to say is important. You know what I mean? Like, super fucked up. Like, very fucked up. It's like, it is, it's seriously my English. Like, I mean, I don't have to worry. Where it feels safer now, I mean, I don't have to worry about dudes so much, like, in the tattoo industry, like, trying to get in my pants, or, like, looking at me in a weird way, you know what I mean? Like, um, that, that kind of fear has, like, dissipated with that, but, um, which sucks. It sucks to say, it sucks to, like, hear, like, like, oh, like, it's easier than, like, like, a man in industry but it is it is totally easier i mean like you don't get harassed like especially when you're a fucking hot chick with tattoos you know what i mean like people want to fucking be near you people want to grab you and fucking like it's just weird like if people fetishize you it's like which still happens to some dudes um or any anybody but uh yeah it's it's definitely changed it's definitely night and day i don't 
experience that really anymore um, with male kefirs. So yes, it is different. Um, yes, it is extremely different. And no, I don't really it doesn't, like all that sexual harassment shit. It doesn't really happen now. I mean, people don't. I don't work them out. You know what I mean? But also, people don't fuck with me now. So yeah. And you were saying that you're a part of a collective that uses apex. Yeah, I mean, nobody like that would come into our You know, that's the cool thing about... No creeps allowed. Yeah, no creeps allowed, dude. Creeps out. Get lost. Take a box, dude. Fucking good question, my friend. We would like to see more fucking safe spaces for bi POC, bi PTOC fucking people. I want to see like more fucking. I know Aurora and I had this conversation earlier. Like, we want to see more pamphlets. Like, if people be willing to uh, leave like a pamphlet maybe on their, uh, I don't even know what the word I'm trying to think of, on their table. Uh, at the convention, you know what I mean? Like, on the table, like, hey, you know, these, like, uh, what is that? You know what I'm talking about, right, Haley, with the, um, it's, like, sexual assault, like, in tattoo, and it's, like, these pamphlets. Like, a uh, resource guide? Yeah, and I think, well, was it Sema that did that, or who? I think so. Okay, um, well, Aurora knows more about that. Right. There's so much other shit to draw. Like, you're just not... just not cool like they're they're right you know what i mean like if a fucking black person is telling you like this is racist against black people if an indigenous person is telling you like don't fucking tattoo a chief's fucking head like a native american chief's head on like some fucking white kid like yeah you know what i mean like you took enough from these people relax take a fucking seat you know there's so much other cool imagery to draw dude like seriously there's a fucking million things to draw so just stop just open up another trove of comments and whatnot, but it feels like maybe people should be uh, going over to the podcast and leaving reviews and stuff, because uh, otherwise we might be able to keep talking. Everyone's very excited and very appreciative <laughs> of the story.
Let's do one more question. Referring to my shop, is that what they're asking about? Correct. Yeah, um, no, I have had lots of friends, um, uh, my, lots of my black friends, lots of my brown friends, lots of people of color, lots of trans people come into the shop and, yeah, say that exact same thing. Like, yeah, it's, I feel really comfortable here. Everybody's really chill. Everybody's very respectful. Like, it does, it's, it's just not a shop full of, just white dudes, and that's just period what it is. I mean, it sucks that we can't, it sucks that people don't share the same ideas, you know what I mean? Uh, but really, like, like, um, and I'm saying that thinking about, like, it sucks that we had to create our own fucking space for that. Like, we couldn't just have a conversation, which we've had, and we've tried time and time again with all these people that we've worked with throughout the years, like, and when I talk about that, I'm speaking, like, for everybody at my studio right now, like, um, I hope I can speak for everybody, and I've had this conversation with them a few times, so, um, yeah, but I, it sucks that you can't, that it doesn't ever go further than, like, this talk, and then they're like, cool, yeah, whatever, and then, like, your fucking trans friend comes in, and they're like, what's up, bro, and I'm like, you can't do that shit, dude, like, how many fucking times, you know, it's like, eventually, it sucks, but yeah, we gotta open up our own space, and, but it feels good now. Because now my clients feel safe. My clients feel like they can come into a space and get a fucking tattoo and leave happy without anybody making any fucking weird comments or like having this weird energy or hearing a fucking dude say it, tell a racist joke. Like it's like, it's, it's definitely, people are definitely, people of color are definitely more comfortable in the studio. I don't have a website, but um, the studio has a the studio has an Instagram um, that Aurora just put together for us. Some fucking rules, but my Instagram is. You can also the, I can put it in the chat too. Oh, can I? Okay, I'm pretty sure it's just pretty safely studio, and it is. So yeah, follow that if you want. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Have fun. And uh, this is the last reminder for everyone to go check out the uh, the podcast store for live Nintendo because Kelly's done an awesome job of getting them up. And uh, I'm excited to load you up tomorrow, but we'll be 